You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. What's up, Chunkies? I didn't know you guys were going to be here already. Uh, yeah, come on in. Grab a drink out of the fridge. We're going to be we talking about- We got LaCroix. We got Yeah. It's great. What's your favorite flavor? Oh, that's yeah, mine that's what too. we bought. Yeah. That's what we it's bought. Myself. It's amazing. So, okay, uh, to get us started- It's Martin, a very Dora the Explorer beginning <laughs> to this episode. Can you say LaCroix? <laughs> LaCroix. Good. I'm Doge, and this week, my life is a living hunk. Nice. Hey- I'm Jordan. I never get to do a quote and hunky. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. And I'm Carter. And do you need a hunk from modern living? Do you long to shed your weary load? If your nerves are raw and your brain is fried, just grab a friend and take a ride together on the open road. That's very good. As you may have gathered, Yay. we're talking about a movie today. We are. And that movie is, of course, a, a goofy, goofy movie. movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know you're particularly excited about this one. You want to tell us a little bit about why we're doing this one, why you're so excited about it? Yeah. So uh, about eight, nine months back, we gave the listeners, the regular ones, not you guys. I know that all of you listening to this probably voted for oh, absolutely. a goofy movie, but we gave the regular ones- <laughs> A chance to vote on uh, which Disney animated movie they would like to I see. I almost had a heart attack. I'm, I'm rolling up and unrolling a napkin that I ate breakfast on this morning, and it was a blueberry scone, and there's little bits of blueberry juice you in it. You're bleeding. Like, like blood. I'm bleeding somewhere. I'm going to die. <laughs> we just didn't tell you. <laughs> the rails are off for this Patreon no, you episode. You always do that when we record new episodes. <laughs> um, but... This movie lost out by what? Two votes? Yeah. Aladdin beat this movie by two votes. There was so, a, uh, yeah, there was a conversation, a slack conversation about what do we even do? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we're correcting history. We are. And we're finally giving this movie the platform. It this deserves. is the whole reason we started Patreon was just to record. The yeah. yeah. We're so done this after is, this. This is our only bonus episode that we're going to only do Hope this like one. It. Yeah. Hope no one likes a good. cranky Jordan. So Doge and I talked about it. We're like, Hey, Jordan doesn't even like a cranky Jordan. <laughs> so we're tired of us having to pay emotionally for cranky Jordan. So you have to pay monetarily for cranky Jordan. <laughs> Perfect. But the, the actual reason that we're doing this is because it's kind of, I feel like a bit of a forgotten gym in it Disney's is. collection. It is to borrow a phrase from its competitor, a diamond in the rough. Okay, so before we get started, uh, there's something I would like to ask me to do. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I, man, I would love it if you would give us a synopsis for this movie. Oh my gosh, Doge, I thought you would never ask me to do that. Okay, so this week's synopsis, <laughs> this comes from IMDb. And let me just tell you, I actually, behind the curtain, I messaged you guys in Slack last night and was like, please do not read the IMDb trivia didn't, or the crazy I didn't, credits. I didn't touch it. Guys, IMDb is absolutely delectable for this movie. <laughs> it is unbelievably good. Uh, the synopsis that I have chosen, and there were two that were both very bad. Um, and you know what? It's it's Patreon. There are no rules. Just, just right. I'm going to read both of them. Here. <laughs> the first synopsis comes from Joe Sewell, and it says, It's the last day of school, and Max wants to catch the eye of Roxanne, one of the more attractive girls in school. <laughs> But how can you be cool when your dad's goofy? 
stage an impromptu concert at the final assembly, that's how. Yeah. Or at least it sounded good, until Principal Mazer found out. Goofy finds out about his son's antics, sort of, and decides on a fishing trip, like his dad took him on, is the solution. Of course, he doesn't know that Max finally lands a date with Roxanne for the party thrown by the class valedictorian. Through the movie, Goofy tries to bring Max out of his shell, while Max resents being taken away and lying to Roxanne about the trip. He tells her he and his dad will be appearing on TV at the Powerline concert in L.A. Will Max sink or swim? Will Goofy goof up his son's first shot at God. romance? Will Bigfoot step back? Find and what about those nuns? <laughs> right, dude. That was such... I was trying to to put a finger on it. The nuns? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just stick their head <laughs> right, in a car right. on the open road? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Anthony Pereira wrote our second one. Max Goof's embarrassing dad, Goofy, has taken him to a cross-country road trip for a fishing vacation at Lake Destiny, Idaho. Goofy went to the same place with his father when he was Max's age. This vacation is Max's worst nightmare, and it couldn't have happened at a worse time. His original plan was to escort his dream date, Roxanne, to her friend Stacy's end-of-the-year party to see a Powerline concert in Los Angeles on a big-screen TV. But Goofy refuses to let Max skip out on the vacation, so Max has no choice but to cancel the date with Roxanne. Mm, but he doesn't. That's a... <laughs> Yeah, it's I wrong. mean, it does. Swinging a, swing a miss for both of them, honestly. Yeah, not so great. Yeah, not great. But they both sort of danced around it, you know? So I appreciate that. I think that that's all you can ask for I mean, they made an effort. From, made an effort. From those IMB, IMDB dudes. I was trying to... Yeah, yeah. well, you know. Yeah. IMD dude. IMD boo. This IMD episode doesn't have to be good. It just has to be bonus. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Uh, so before we get too far into this movie... I think that now's an appropriate time to speak on the strengths of this movie to me. Yeah, big time. Uh, which is, uh, this movie is so weirdly earnest for a movie about Goofy and his son. You know what I mean? Like, I think I might have figured it out, at least why it is for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So of these, especially the Disney dozen, you know, we were taken to places that had magical genies sure, and far off lands. A lot of them that aren't even real. Yeah. This is like the most American yeah. full length. Somehow this time. is the most realistic Disney movie that, that we've funny? talked about. Yeah. yeah. It really is. And <laughs> right? I think because it was in the American like setting. Yeah. Things like when they're falling off the waterfall and stuff. I was like, that's my super dump. That's so ridiculous. But then I'm like, wait a minute, this is a Disney movie and it's exactly. goofy. Yeah. Right. It's like if I was upset, Wiley Coyote didn't die. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. It's like yeah. ridiculous. So that I think a lot of it has to do with that. And I mean, this is one of the times, even though we don't see both parents, that's a big thing in Disney, that it's just super very much about father, son. Yeah. In Disney. It is. And it is, it is so, so. Outside of Mufasa Simba, but you know, that only lasts for about 15 minutes. Thanks right. for reminding me. It is so, so like <laughs> sappy sweet. Really? It is. It is. I love and it. I think that might be its greatest strength. I think so too. Is how, how completely straight it plays the whole, like this whole movie is about Goofy trying to be a good dad and Max learning to realize that his dad loves him. Yeah. And yep. like, that's stupid because it's Goofy, but it also works so well. Oh. Again, almost because it's goofy. Exactly. Like, yeah. You can excuse all of the dumb stuff because it's goofy and get yeah. past that too. Like kind of what it's saying. Yeah. Which is interesting for a movie that literally begins by parody and gladiator. <laughs> right. Um, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The start of this. I, I mean, it's also a King Kong reference. That's the same dress that, uh, Faye, what's her name? Wore in the oh, no way. early King Kong. Like really? it's that flowy dress. And Max, Why do I want to say Dunaway. Is that I don't that's, think so. Okay. Max no turns into a King Kong sized Goofy. Oh, funny. Yeah. That's good. 
That's really good. It's so much smarter than it has any reason to be, too. It's like it, stuff yeah. like that where it's like, Yeah, it wait. keeps up with the gladiator stuff, too, when we find that uh, one of the emperor's guys comes and, like, burns Roxanne and yeah. hangs her outside it's amazing. of her house. It's, it's wild. That was I'm glad they went That there. part was intense. Yeah. yeah, that part was intense, but I'm glad they showed the full thing. I don't think it would have been yeah, as effective without hearing the screams. <laughs> so uh, when, <laughs> when Max wakes up late, uh, spreads to school, tries to get there, in time, we get introduced to some of Max's crew, and I think that's yes. important yep. because- Which uh, in last year's uh, Spring Delirium, where we pitted uh, sidekicks against each other, oh, these Bobby. two real far. Bobby Zim- Zimaruski, right? Bobby Zimaruski made it so far. Uh, Polly Shore, by the way. Yeah, Polly Shore. Yeah. And he uh, he's the one that delivers to us- uh, it's the leading tower of Chisa. And we get uh, slurpage <laughs> from the Gosh, water man. fountain, all <laughs> that goob. stuff. It's very good. <laughs> uh, with the smoke machine, the smoky. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. So I'm a big Bobby fan. Uh, yeah. Can't oh, tell. Yeah, we could tell. Uh, and uh, we get PJ. <laughs> yeah. Love as well. Pete Jr. Page, Pete Jr. Um, but most importantly for me, for this whole movie and for America, this is when we're first introduced to the music and the genius. Of Powerline, who yeah. is and will always be my super pump for this movie. Yeah. I did read some trivia. Yeah. He's what? Equal parts Bobby Brown, Prince, and Michael Jackson, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So um, Bobby guy, Brown was originally on this, and then they fired him for substance abuse. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, Tevin Campbell, the voice of Powerline, actually trained for a while under Prince. Dude, he was sense. 19 when he did this. That's pretty nuts. Doesn't that suck? Yeah, he's I'm, very good. I'm way older than that. He's so much more talented than me. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a couple questions. Uh, Stand Out and Eye to Eye are, uh-huh. um, I probably listen to them both at least once a month, if not more. Yeah. Do you think that Disney knew that they had two certified bangers on their hands? When See, they made here's the movie? thing. I still don't think they realized that. They have to now. There are little hints of it on some, like in, in the new animated DuckTales, there's like little power line references and stuff like that. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Like they're listening to Stand Out or, oh, or things good. like, you know what I mean? But like, other than that, these songs have not really been part of the Disney musical pantheon. They've made right? a mistake. They've made a horrendous yeah. and mistake. And that's the thing. I think it's people our age that are like, Disney, what are you doing? This movie's amazing. Like, <laughs> well, why are you sleeping kind of, on it? It feels like it's got vibes of the Emperor's New Groove. Not yes. music wise, but in sure. terms of it collectively. Because with Powerline... With those two singles, like you have a song that if it was played on the radio on an oldie station, no one's going to pinpoint. Th- I mean, obviously the people that love a goofy movie and know exactly what that is. Yeah, right. That's hilarious that they have this on there. But if you're ignorant to it, it doesn't even sound like, no, you know, a whole new world. Right. Or right. Like you that. listen right. to it and go stuff that's blatantly that was meant a cool song. for yeah. that kind of storytelling. Exactly. Right. And this is just a concert of like a super talented Really good musician. Disney hasn't really done anything like this except for Giselle in Zootopia, which yeah. is Shakira. Right. Right. Like, I don't know why they're not capitalizing on this stuff. I think stuff. that won an Oscar. That Did it song, really try yeah. everything? Yeah. I mean, that song's good. It's, it's really very good. good. And they let Powerline just fall by the wayside. I know. This mouse-based company. I know. How dare they? I don't they? know what they're thinking. Uh, there was a time in which those two Powerline songs were not available on Spotify Correct. or for individual I purchase. I own them because I, I paid $15 to buy the whole the soundtrack. Whole soundtrack. Yes, I did as Amazing. well. Amazing. Uh, and every time I start my car after today plays because it begins <laughs> with an A. Yeah. Same. Uh, happens to me quite frequently. <laughs> um, I want to address one thing, which is, uh, how out of touch principal Mazer is 
Yeah. Um, due to his suggestion that something science fun would be science slumber parties. Right. <laughs> science slumber parties <laughs> are his suggestion for a fun time. Science. That's Wallace Shawn. Yeah, it is. Love it him. is. Uh, this was IMDb trivia told me this was Wallace Shawn's first animated movie, but later he went on to voice Rex, the toy green dinosaur. Oh, very good. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Double dizzer. Never would have known that. Double Thank dizzer. you. Wow. Wallace Shawn is a double, double dizzer. You know how many I, I, I've thought that Wallace Shawn just kind of happens to be a small role in almost everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think I was watching. So he's got a small role in marriage story. Okay. Oh. And I was watching Mrs. Maisel at the same time. He's got a little role in Mrs. Maisel. Is he secretly in every movie? You know how many acting credits he has? Over 200. Exactly 200. Whoa. Whoa. There it is. Wow. That's yep. impressive. That's amazing. It's crazy. That's incredible. <laughs> if he makes $2 per movie, that's $400. So he has a career. <laughs> <laughs> what a career for this guy. Am I right? <laughs> So he would have been a good, a good point. <laughs> he would have been a good box office ball pick, huh? He would have been great. Him I and guess. Sam Jackson together in every movie. <laughs> yes. Aren't they in the new Lethal Weapon together? Yeah. Well, you, it's hard to see unless the camera's behind them because he's always on Sam's back. <laughs> yeah. Just riding him like, like Yoda. a spider monkey. Yeah. But man, he's like Yoda's much better. <laughs> a training where it's just the two roles yep. are reversed. Yeah. But it's Yoda and Mace Windu. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. No, it's very good. That's, it's yeah. over. I could, I could get on board with that. So... <laughs> Um, do we want to talk, do we want to spend a little time talking about like the original Disney, like musical style music in this movie? Yeah. It's interesting to me. What do y'all think of it? So the, to me, the vocals are the only real weak part. And I think a lot of the songs are really like fun. Yeah. What's funny about the vocals with Max when Max is singing is it's not the actor. It's not him. Even though he's got singing chops. It's a Broadway guy that they went and got, which is that's interesting. So in the reunion, uh, they did a reunion, like a 24 year reunion or 25 yeah. year reunion. Uh, and impromptu without rehearsal, uh, the guy, I don't remember his name, the guy who plays Max. Doesn't he play grown up, the singing voice of grown up Simba in the Lion King? No, that's, that's John Williams' son. Yes. Joseph right. Williams, also from Toto. From Toto. Yeah. Um, the guy who was the voice of Max and Bill Farmer, who does Goofy, they impromptu without rehearsal did a duet of the the song they sing like on their car yeah that one yeah yeah so you can sing yeah Yeah, i think that's also maybe some of the charm of the movie is that the singing wasn't just like blow you away outside of power line sure which is already put in a setting that means like he's he's we know he's a professional yeah like it's already supposed to be someone who's supposed to sing well right when it just so happens in a bunch of other disney movies especially those in the 90s if anybody sings they're amazing. I forgot to do this with you. My super pump is also power line. I just realized we passed my opportunity to, to also nice make my voice heard and yeah. begin to set things right. Yeah. Very sure. good. <laughs> hey, let's talk about the road trip. Cause what we get is Max is confused. He really wants to go to this party with Roxanne. And then his dad tosses a fishing rod at him and shoves him directly into a car when he gets home from amazing. school. Yep. Boy, that would give me so much anxiety. Oh, surprise. You're going time. on a month's long vacation. You don't even get to go back inside your house today. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be bad. It'd be awful. Too much. And he puts on a life vest before yeah. he puts him in the car, oh, which yeah. seems excessive. Uh, Pete is being Pete and manipulative and mean. Yeah. Uh, making Goofy a scared. Under your thumb, Goof. <laughs> <laughs> but we also get confirmation that in this universe there are zombies 
Yeah, dead guy jumps out of his car and sings with him. Yeah, I love how ridiculous it is. Yeah. I do too. And I also love, interestingly enough, this was the full inspiration for the beginning of La La Land. I was about to say that exact <laughs> sentence. This is just the beginning of La La Land. Yep. But even, even, even more profound to me is that this is, in broad strokes, so very similar to Dear Evan Hansen. In that, oh, whoa. in that we accidentally lie at the beginning and then it ends up getting us with a, the girl of our dreams on accident. And then we have to figure out how to break it to her that we've been lying the whole time. Yeah. Or and it's also the movie that won in its spot, which is Aladdin. Yeah. Uh-huh. A guy pretending yeah. to be something he's not. But like, I think that's the thing for me is that where, where those movies kind of, our hero doesn't really get exactly what he wants. Max does in this. And that's kind of a bummer to me. I mean, I guess Aladdin gets exactly what he wants though, but the the fact that it's like, I lied to you about this whole thing and I don't know, it just feels like it's resolved too easily. I think what the resolution for me ultimately was is that yes, he ends up getting this thing on the side, but what's best is an even better, which he probably realizes when he tells Roxanne, sorry, I've got to do something with my dad tonight. As soon as they get back and he's famous dancing with Powerline. Is his relationship with his dad? Yeah, yeah. Like because yeah. they're dancing together. Goofy was not a part of that plan at the beginning. Yeah, yeah that's but now true. It's him and Goofy, and they're so doing that's true. the ultimate result. The Why did I get dad's. chills when you said that? <laughs> Why am I so emotionally invested in this? I'm yeah. very, very emotionally. There's attached something. To this well, movie. there's even something too, like like that we see Goofy. I don't know that we watch him watch Pete and PJ's relationship, and he's like, I don't want that with Max. Yeah, yeah. Because PJ's terrified of Pete. Yeah. I think so. My super pump. And I still don't even know how to define it. It's goofy, uh, but it's this genuine. I think it embodied what goofy was supposed to be the moment he was created, like mm-hmm. way back when it was. He was supposed to be kind of this gullible, incredibly kind, yeah, loving, empathetic person, yeah, yeah, who just is kind of barely like making it by and yeah. almost die, maguri all the time, yeah. But like the love that he has for Max, and the animation is actually really good. Oh, it's so it's easy good. to throw Very it good. to the side when it's just these all these ridiculous looking things. I still remember, I think the Burger King toys, yeah, of like when they're in a boat and when they're skiing and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. Um, but like the non-verbals of Goofy, Dude, like the hot tub scene with him and Pete, yeah, yeah. it's so good. He completely Had like to put too much water in these. One, things. Of, <laughs> one of Goofy's strengths is like non-verbal communication. It feels like back to the right. Charlie Chaplin type ridiculous, yes, yeah. Uh, or, or even like three stooges or Harpo marks or people like that. Yeah. Just of what the contortions you can do with his face and he'll get away with it because it's, it's goofy. Yeah. But like, he's also doing these genuinely like heartfelt things when we have times when he's looking at max that I completely forgot about. I'm telling you, I think maybe the greatest strength of this movie is how earnest it is. It really is. It it doesn't apologize. It's not like, I know it's sappy, but it's important. Like, it's just like, no, this, this is a single dad who loves his son desperately. I completely buy into that scene. Uh, like at the hot tub, particularly when Goofy gets out of the tub and he's like, my son might not be everything that you want in a son, but he loves me. And that's all I'm going to ask. Yeah, that's huge. good stuff. That's oh big my time. gosh. Yes. Why is that in this movie? Yeah. You know what right? I mean? Of the animation, that scene where he goes and he, he hits his head uh, or he hits his hands on the steering wheel and the glove compartment pops open and the light spills out onto the map. It looks really good. I have a bit of IMDb trivia about that scene. Oh, really? And boy, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. In the scene after Bigfoot attacks Max and Goofy, Max kicks the glove glove box and the map falls out. Max then looks at it. The starting location is around the area of Columbus, Ohio, answering a question that's been around for ages. Where does Goofy live? (laughs) That question has been around for ages. I have always wondered that about Goofy. Where does he live? 
I I don't know why I assumed Orlando. Probably because he drove past Mickey. Yeah. California or bust. Yeah. 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 I Did you read I that Donald Duck Orlando. was almost in this movie? Yeah. Like as a bigger role, he was going to play a travel agent that Goofy could not understand. Which I think <laughs> is very funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I like when Max, when he asks, he tells Max he's going to go on a road trip with his best friend and he goes, Donald, uh, Duck? Donald Duck. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Um, I would be remiss if we didn't spend some time on Lester's possum pals. Dude, that was almost going to be my intro. I was like, hello, howdy, y'all. It's just so funny. Seven eight, seven like his corner. shaking head. That guy, uh, that guy actually passed away during the production of this movie. So the yeah, whole movie is dedicated movie. to him. No way. It's really sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Very sad, but yeah. very sweet. His, <laughs> the, uh. So when I was a kid, your opening quote, the, yeah. my life is a living. Hello, Hello little, little buddy. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so Slaps him with a bit. Beat it, doofus. Dude, this whole, everything about this scene is good, especially because uh, for my honeymoon, we went to Disney World. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit for our, our bridesmaids episode, I guess. <laughs> but for my honeymoon, I went to Disney World and we sat through the Country Bear Jamboree. This is just, it's just this. It's this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just And I love this. that even in 1995, Disney was like, yeah, that thing's so stupid. Yeah, like just sucks. roasting Country Bears. Yeah. Oh, man. It's but, about to be done, I think. They're but about somehow. To that. that makes sense to me. Somehow it we did not prevent the disaster that was the country bears movie. Oh yeah. This, this came out first. Yeah. If we had just watched this and heeded the warnings, we would have been saved from the country I'm bears movie. You, this movie could have righted so many wrongs if it had just been taken seriously from the beginning. Does that hurt it? I think, does it hurt it that it's goofy? Like if um, it was, if it yeah, was just probably. an animated movie about two human characters and it was like the road trip or something like that. Right. And it was a regular Disney animated movie. Yeah. It's one of those. Does goofy that, hurt it or help it? I think hurt it. Probably, but also help it. But also help it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's the same way. You're yeah. right. It's so interesting. I mean, I feel like I have to say Goofy helps it if he if he's my super pump. I think yeah. it has to be yeah that personality. Sure. Yeah, I, I think he helps. For me, he helps. Like I yeah. think he is the the silly pill that helps the reality of the movie go down a little easier. Like the reality of that relationship. I think so critically, this was not a success. No, like people like critics did not care for this movie. And I think it was because of Goofy, because there's there's an element, too, of like, man, after school every day, I would come home and watch Goof Troop. Right. And so I'm already invested in these characters. And sure. so seeing this movie, you know what I mean? Like, it's I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And um, yeah, I, I just think there's so many good things that I could say about it. And I know that it's because I am fully emotionally invested in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Just because, I mean, this is, I was into this movie from a very young age. Did you have it on tape? Oh yeah. I had it on tape and I had not watched it. Not on tape until last night. So it had been like at least 10 years since I'd seen this movie. Yeah. And I was shocked at how much better it was than I remembered it. Yeah. Cause there were several of those. And we talked about that during our Disney dozen series. There were several of those. that was like, man, I love this as a kid, but it just like, didn't work for it's me this time as an adult. Me. Yeah. This, this absolutely works. Yeah. It's also very funny. It it's is super funny. The uh, freaking, I mean, are we camping yet? Like, is that after going yeah. to the possible? No, let's do it. Like when, when, uh, we've got them camping and we have like the reintroduction, like Pete and PJ are there with yeah. their <laughs> massive, like yep. forest killing. <laughs> Chops RV. down the trees. So funny. <laughs> but Bigfoot is maybe the funniest thing about this Dude, movie. I was, sock puppets? Yes. I was oh going to super dump Bigfoot because I was like, Bigfoot doesn't belong in this movie. 
Of course, Bigfoot belongs in this movie. It's so funny <laughs> when he's listening to uh, "Staying Alive." Yeah, yeah. Like his face <laughs> and like his like shoulders going. My goodness gracious! I I laughed so loudly at the shot of Goofy snoring and then Bigfoot snoring and then it cuts to Max he's wide awake, yeah, bloodshot, bloodshot eyes. eyes. That is every hotel room I've ever shared with my parents on a family <laughs> yes. vacation. For sure, it it kind of felt for a little bit. We're having some crossover from movies that we've done recently, but when they're running to hide in the car from the monster, I was like, oh, it's just like a quiet place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Goofy's gonna stand back and do his Goofy holler. Yeah. I've always loved you. That's a horrible. That's horrible basically goofy. Disney's will. Hell scream. It is. Is having goofy. You want some trivia about <laughs> that, that scream? Yeah, big time. The title zooms out and crashes the scream when it stops, followed by Goofy's trademark holler. Holler. At the end of the credits, you can hear the familiar voice of Goofy screaming. There are no opening credits. The ending credits are in front of the title logo. What? Is there the opening Walt Disney Pictures logo fades into the blue background used for the opening credits? Wait, why? That, someone did that? Someone put those in. I mean, it's the crazy credits section, so I think that is meant for, oh. like, did you know this person was in this movie? But it, this person literally just went and described I mean, the opening that's credits. Crazy. That's pretty crazy. crazy. The crazy credits section of IMDb well, is not look- for that. It's actually for, like, like oh, the, the credits... Like the highlighted letters spell out this oh, message, yeah. like that kind of thing. So one person found each of those helpful, and I can only assume right. they wrote it, and they were like, honestly, this is really good. I and gave themselves that. a thumbs up. <laughs> no. Uh, is there a more goofy word than holler? No. Big yeah, time no. Just, I like holler. That's just goofy. Yeah. Um, so Hi Dad Soup is really sweet. The camping's really sweet. Why did I get Hi emotional Soup? at Hi Dad Soup? I know, Soup. I did a little too. Super sweet. I used to play a game with my dad. He would. We would walk to Brahms. Uh, from the apartment that our family was in and I would get, and now that I, I haven't had it since I'm older cause I didn't even like the way it tastes. I think I only got this cause it was orange and that was my favorite color, but I would get sherbet. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, there was like pepper and salt shakers, like your classic plastic pepper and salt shakers. And we would always play find the ants. And I would decide which one the answer. There was no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. And we just mix them up. And uh, my dad was right most of the time. And it was just fun. It was like, find the ants. And then it got, as I grew older, there was this fun, like heartfelt realization of how ridiculous of a game it was. So we just made it an even bigger deal if someone <laughs> found the ants. But yeah. That's that, really sweet. Yeah. Hi, Dad Soup totally felt exactly like yeah. that. Yeah. So. And, and I think that's one of the strengths of this movie is that the the heartfelt sweet moments don't feel out of place ever. It, they sort of can kind of land wherever yeah. here. Well, I think too, we're, we're very firmly much in the same way we were with Ferris Bueller's day off. We are so firmly anchored in Max's POV. Yeah. Like there's so much about his interaction with goofy. That is like, that's what it feels like to be 13 and so embarrassed by your dad. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And For it's sure. like, it's just so interesting the way that we do that. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. And again, like when we're comparing it to other Disney movies of the time, there there are these like emotions that people can relate to or like these ethereal, like spiritual things. It's like, I totally feel the same way that Mulan would in the situation. Exactly. Yeah. But like the fact that it is pretty Americana and it's just a dad and his son, it's way it feels more relatable. It really than, does. Than a lot of other Disney movies. Yeah. Because Did we can you actually see... put ourselves in a car on a road trip. Sure. Uh, so the, the guy who is, I believe it was Goofy's voice actor. Uh, took his then five-year-old daughter to an advanced I screening of the that. movie. Yeah. Did you see this? And left, left the movie and the kid was in tears, just weeping uncontrollably. And he was like, what's, why are you crying? What's wrong? Did you not like the movie? She was like, no, I liked it. But when Goofy fell off the waterfall, I thought that was you. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, that is so sweet. Yeah. So, sweet. <laughs> For sure. so let's talk about the waterfall. Cause we get just a lot of 
what they're doing. You know, yeah. we get to watch, and that's fun. It's exactly. really fun. Yeah. I love when Max finally relents and goes to the biggest ball of yarn or whatever, just because yeah. he knows yeah, his dad would like it. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. But <laughs> we we sustain the conflict really well through this movie too. Of like on the road, we see like Max is actually choosing to do some stuff that Goofy wants to do, right? And he's becoming to be more about his dad. And then when push comes to shove, at the moment he has to decide, he still chooses his own agenda over Goofy's. Sure, which I like. I mean, obviously I know I really love that. Loose, but I like yeah. it. Um, no, I think it works really well. No, I mean, I mean. I'm using the word like loosely because obviously we don't like that. We don't Max want him to dad. do that. But right. It's a but good like thing for the, the story plot that he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the car and the waterfall and everything all together. I want to talk though, briefly about my super dump. Okay. Which is, uh, one of the biggest misses for this movie to me is how interesting it would have been to see how Max and Goofy close this gap, get out to the concert and sneak in. Yeah. We go straight from, sort of making up and telling each other we love each other on this floating car to then immediately, Hey, we're in the concert. We snuck we're in, in LA now. Yeah. 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 That's my super pump too. I feel like super that, dump, super dump. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's like, and it's fun. It's super fun. But yeah. I think it's like, this was a one, this was an hour and 20 minute movie. Mm-hmm. Make it an hour and 25 and just give me some more. Maybe of, five more. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it feels like it would have been a bigger payoff at that point. Yeah. I think so too. Because as you said, Doge, like that was something that, maybe irritated me a little bit and I need to be careful like, cause it's a Disney movie, but the fact that he got everything he wanted. Yeah. Um, but again, I think the added layer of like, maybe more maybe, than what he asked. Exactly. For. Maybe we're supposed to feel like he didn't get what he wanted because yeah. the thing he was most embarrassed of joined him on stage at what was supposed to be his proudest moment. Yeah, for sure. I love that they do the perfect cast as the dance. I know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, eye to eye is the best song in the movie. I think the perfect all... cast is a great example of a three beat, by the way. Right. Correct. Uh, the pattern of establish, reinforce, subvert is really, really evident in the three beat of yeah. the perfect cast. Yeah. So funny. Yep. It's perfect. Uh, I know the <gasps> established was when they're actually fishing with the stake on accident. Yeah. Yeah. The reinforce is when, uh, Max, Max has to do it to save their Max lives or does something, it to right? save Goofy. Yeah. So we establish oh, yeah, that, yeah, while that this is an incredible cast that can do incredible things. Yeah. yeah okay. We just, we reinforce it whenever Max uses it to save his dad's life. And then we subvert expectations. That By it's making not, it a dance? It's not just a great cast. It's also the perfect dance. Yeah. And Powerline and all of his crew are just down. Exactly. Down. This song, this moment, this is my favorite thing in this whole movie is just this finale. It's so dumb and yeah. it's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. The dance and the shattering and the elevator and just all of it. It's so good. It's Yeah. I can't think of a bad thing to say about it. I actually, it's Patreon, no rules, just right. I don't have a super dump for this movie. Whoa. I can't, I don't really like that Max gets everything he wants. It doesn't bother me that much. I don't right. like that we montage our way into a Powerline concert, but it doesn't bother me that much. Like right. there is nothing as I was watching this movie that I was like, I don't like that. Right. Yeah. Like I'm, there's I'm, a, this is a movie that I get really excited about someday showing a child. Like, just there's like, that oh, aspect of it this. too. And then there's like, it like feels, one of yours or just any, just any child. Just just any child. child. That would be it's like, look at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> we need to draw that out a little bit and yeah. see what that looks like. Sure. Something about it does feel deeply personal because when I was in sixth grade, my dad and I went on a week long camping and canoeing trip. And so something about Goofy's desire to share that with his son and do like, my dad and I did this, your granddad and I did this. And it was amazing. And it was, we grew so close together and all that stuff. Like, I a hundred percent resonate with that desire in Goofy. Yeah. And I don't know. Watching it now as an adult relating more to Goofy than to Max. Yeah. Is super interesting. 
That's that how is interesting. life goes on. That's how life, it's time, is a, it. time is a flat circle. Flat circle. Well, that's sort of the end of this movie after we, uh, we get a smooch from Roxanne. I want to give you guys a piece of trivia that nobody's even brought up. And I'm really thankful that I'm, well, IMDb has two excellent things that I would like to share with you. Sure. sure. The first of which is that a vinyl banner was released in 1995 to promote the movie that measured four feet by 10 feet and it had a purple background. Oh my gosh. Things that people, I mean, it is trivial. That's, I mean, that is a trivial piece of information. And this is, I mean, there's like a double, I don't even think we caught the double meaning of the title of this movie. Oh, come on. But thankfully oh, we have a, an, I know IM, what you're about to an say. IMDb sleuth who's going to hook us up. And, and they have written, the title of the movie refers to both the main character, Goofy, and the kind of antics he gets into. Good grief. <laughs> First of all, I would disagree and call the main character Max Goof. Nah. Yeah. Well. Hey, what's Goof? Hey. Is Goofy's name Goofy Goof? Nope. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's really not. You guys don't know Goofy's name? It's Goofin' Old. Wait, no. Well, is that still canon? Yeah. That random name that he was at the very beginning? The character's full name has been uh, given as two things. The first is George G. Geef. Oh, yeah. I did know this. Uh, his full name is G.G. Goofy Goof. So his, his initials are G.G. Goof, and people call him Goofy, much like people call me Doge. Right. Uh, so we, his either, his name is either George. Okay. Wow. Lots of aliases. Dippy dog <laughs> with a W George G geef, goofus D dog, goofy G goof and super goof. I prefer goofy goof. I like GG goofy goof. <laughs> so like HR GG parentheses goofy. I'm goof. a, I'm a George G geef guy. Well, to each his own. Love what you love. You know, yeah, I exactly. say that all the time on this podcast. Exactly. Um, the extremely goofy movie is not very good. No, 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 so, no, not, you know, but I'm still going to watch it very soon. I also am, <laughs> but this follows my theory that in the early two thousands, everybody was like, what if we just take something we already did and add extreme sports to it? Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what a goofy movie is. So keep following along for more, uh, <laughs> breadcrumbs on that particular trail. You want to hit it up with a little Patreon Ratreon? Yeah. More than anything, we're going to keep. Leaning on our good friend, the scientific cinema scale, even over here not. in Patreon yeah. land. You it's perfect. Off. You don't want to throw off the science. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. What's the point in not doing it? 100. And that scale is as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy, buy that, that poster. poster. Purple background. With the purple the background. background. It's like four feet by, you know, 10 inches or. Four feet by 10 inches. It's just real yeah, thin. It's, it's, a real long. it's a ribbon. <laughs> buy that ribbon. <laughs> buy that ribbon. Buy that ribbon. After that, it's going to be buy it. Followed by rent it. And then stream it. After that is forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God has forsaken, forsaken us. us. Gorsh. Gorsh has forsaken us. That one felt pretty good, actually. That was, not that a was bad great. Goofy. My other one was really bad, but it that was. one felt pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to leave it there. And I'm going to rate this movie. Not rent. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm buying this poster. I'm buying this poster, and I'm hanging it up on my wall proudly, and then I'm going to... Buy a Powerline poster and hang it up next to that. Too. You have a Powerline That's World Tour t-shirt. That's true. I do yeah. have that. I couldn't find it today. I think it's in the, the dirty clothes. Uh, you wear it too frequently. The dirty clothes. Dirty clothes. <laughs> uh, I am also going to buy that poster. If I had a Powerline poster, I would put it in my office above my computer screen. I love this movie. Yeah. Poster. Easy poster. I'm going to buy it. And a poster? Th- no, just buy it. And I think With the, the poster in it, though? And I think the difference is... This was not something that I didn't 
I did not really consume this fully right. until I was older. Mm. So I lose some of the magic. So that's the thing about the scientific cinema scale. Oh, it's subjective. If it, if it has some- Much like uh, science, it's so subjective. I know. If it, <laughs> if it has some like, I don't know, like you grew up with it kind of thing, I think that makes Especially it stronger. Especially with Disney movie. Dozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But buy it for sure. This movie does a lot of things that are actually pretty hard to do in movies. And it happened in one where <laughs> one of the main protagonists is goofy himself. This director went on to direct Tarzan. This was oh. his directorial debut oh. with Disney. And then they were Good. like, wait, 102 Dalmatians. How's that sound? He was like, got it. And they're like, Tarzan, how's that sound? He's like, got it. Yes, please. And they were like, Enchanted, how's that sound? And he was like, got it. Wait, Enchanted, really? Uh-huh. Enchanted is such a <gasps> cool movie. Yeah. Interesting. Does Enchanted have a, uh, a like parent-child relationship as remember. its emotional heart? Because well, Tarzan very much does. I don't, I don't remember because I think she's just- uh, I haven't seen it in a long transported time. Transported to a different yeah. time. So I don't know if there's a relationship there. I, hmm. I don't remember. I have to watch it again. Me neither. Well- are we, how are we ending this one, boyos? It's up to you. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's true, isn't it? Oh, no. I've never done this part before. <laughs> to end today's episode, say your favorite thing about me. <laughs> Is that really what we're going to do? <laughs> no. You would hate that. I would hate that so much. And you would be the one getting complimented. <laughs> <laughs> to end today's episode, uh, let's go around the circle and name another movie parent that we would replace Goofy with to to improve that movie. Put Goofy. It's it's for an improving movie. Put Goofy in another movie as the parent to improve that movie. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, 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 okay. So I'm Doge, and uh, I would prefer that instead of Shmi Skywalker, it was Goofy Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah. I can't explain it. (laughs) I carried him. I raised him. There is no father. I'm Carter, and uh, we did talk about the other father-son relationship that stood out to us in this area of movie, and that's Mufasa and Simba. And so I think instead of Mufasa, I like the idea of Goofy just walking up in his clothes with a baby, with like a cub. Baby lion. Saying, oh, you see that over there? Anything the light? <laughs> and then him doing his Goofy scream as he, but, but the thing is, is he dies now. That's <laughs> what's does. tough. Is, does it still have the emotional resonance? Hey, Simba is like pushing it. Hey, try, try this on for size. Gufasa. Gufasa is pretty good. Oh my gosh. The clouds. Remember who Remember. you are. <laughs> you deliberately disobeyed me. I'm Jordan. And uh, for this one, he's going to replace Vigo in the road. <laughs> That's that's all I have on that one. Oh man. Thank you for being an official chunky. We'll see you next bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs>